listening to the podcast 82488. I tell myself it will not be easy to cut a class this small. Maybe I shouldn't take it. Mitchell Maury says, reading from the attendance list, I raise a hand. Do you prefer Mitch or is Mitchell better? I have never been asked this by a teacher. I do a double take at this guy in his yellow turtleneck and green corduroy pants. The silver hair that falls on his forehead. And that was a selection from today's novel. Tuesdays with Maury. An old man, a young man, and life's greatest lesson. By author Mitch Albom. Page 8. Left, the doctor gave them some information on ALS, little pamphlets, as if they were opening a bank account. Outside, the sun was shining and people were going about their business. A woman ran to put money in the parking meter. Another carried groceries. Charlotte had a million thoughts running through her mind. How much time do we have left? How will we manage? How will we pay the bills? My old professor, meanwhile, was stunned by the normalcy of the day around him. Shouldn't the world stop? Don't they know what has happened to me? But the world did not stop. It took no notice at all. And as Maury pulled weakly on the car door, he felt as if he were dropping into a hole. Now what? He thought. As my old professor searched for answers, the disease took him over. Day by day, week by week, he backed the car out of the garage one morning and could barely push the brakes. That was the end of his driving. He kept tripping, so he purchased a cane. That was the end of his walking free. He went for his regular swim at the YMCA, but found he could no longer undress himself. So he hired his first home care worker, a theology student named Tony, who helped him in and out of the pool and in. Page 24. It was our first class together in the spring of 1976. I enter Maury's large office and notice the seemingly countless books that lined the wall. Shelf after shelf, books on sociology, philosophy, religion, psychology. There is a large rug on the hardwood floor and a window that looks out onto the campus walk. Only a dozen or so students are there, fumbling with notebooks and syllabi. Most of them wear jeans and earth shoes and plaid flannel shirts. I tell myself it will not be easy to cut a class this small. Maybe I shouldn't take it. Mitchell 
attendance list. I raise a hand. Do you prefer Mitch or is Mitchell better? I have never been asked this by a teacher. I do a double take at this guy in his yellow turtleneck and green corduroy pants. The silver hair that falls on his forehead. He is smiling. Page 88. The newspaper near his chair has a photo of a Boston baseball player who is smiling after pitching a shutout. Of all the diseases, I think to myself, Maury gets one named after an athlete. You remember Lou Gehrig, I ask? I remember him in the stadium saying goodbye. So you remember the famous line, which one? Come on, Lou Gehrig, pride of the Yankees. The speech that echoes over the loudspeakers. Remind me, Maury says, do the speech. Through the open window, I hear the sound of a garbage truck. Although it is hot, Maury is wearing long sleeves with a blanket over his legs, his skin pale. The disease owns him. I raise my voice and do the Garrick imitation where the... The end. Tuesdays with Maury, an old man, a young man, and life's greatest lesson. Mitch Albaum. Throughout the flight of literature, you will find a story that touches your soul. Please support the authors in this show by viewing the books on the website 82488.com. That's numbers 824, the word 80.